Am I through? All right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We thank God for this hour of His Word. We pray that understanding will come to us. Amen. I have something small to share with you. And I, I must announce that there are things that I come to share with you. It's not because I'm a pastor and I just go and, pre- and I bring it to you. Hallelujah. Out of some of the things that I study that God deals with me on are some of them that I share with you. I'm not so much sitting down and preparing for you. I'm preparing for me. <laughs> Is that okay? And so out of it, we share. But that does not um, take away the fact that God could also be talking to you. Amen. Amen. About three years ago, I, I, I heard God speak to me clearly. The things that I speak to you, I speak the same to everyone. I thought, hmm. But about two weeks after, I was studying the scriptures and I came across the exact statement in the Bible. So it made me know that Dennis is not exempted from the word of God. Hallelujah. And so I study and I prepare things for me and at the right time God will say, okay, touch on this matter. And today happened to be one of those things that I want to share with you. It has been there for long, but I see that I'm at liberty to share with you. Amen. Heavenly Father, thank you for utterance by the Spirit of God. And thank you for each one who is willing and about hearing your word. We are asking... Because we know that the devil, our adversary, our enemy also goes around to take from people who do not understand. So we forbid him in the name of Jesus that your word will come to us and it will be kept in the storehouse of our hearts. We will live accordingly. This we ask for in Jesus' name and to the big amen. I said everyone shouted a big amen. Amen. In Matthew chapter 5, we'll take it from verse 17. No, verse 27, rather. Uh, The Bible says, You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right hand causes you to sin, plug it out and cast it from you. For it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body be cast into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. 
For it is more profitable for you that one of your members be perish or perish than for your whole body be cast into hell. Amen. This is, this is beautiful. We are talking about judgments of the heart. Praise the Lord. Judgments are of the hearts. Jesus, in spending some time with his disciples at an exclusive place on the mountain top, telling them important things of life, got to this portion and said something that is so unique that affects everybody. Listen to this. Jesus said, you have heard that it was said to those of old. When I was studying, I even discovered that it's not even for even those of old. God didn't change his mind in assessing them by looking at what goes on inside them. It was a man-made religion that made them think that if I haven't done the thing, I am an I'm, I'm excuse. It was man-made. But as far as God is concerned, he looks at the inside of everybody. And that makes Christianity a very tricky matter. Which I want to beg you, if you have ever taught that, it is so light as you have taught Drop that matter now and be serious with God. Hallelujah. You know, people study to become lawyers and judges. They will never judge anybody if there are no proofs, true or false. As I'm standing here now, can anybody take me to court? They can take me to court when they have evidence that he, for Jesus, they took him to their court. And they said, we heard him say. And today, all the people who are suffering, the politicians, is because of what they said, and they had them on tape. As somebody said, I have you on tape. I'm not interested in that. But when I look at Dennis, and I look at the way God assesses his matter. It makes me become very, very alert. And that's what I want you to do. Hallelujah. Now, let's look at the scripture. For, yeah, sorry, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. As far as that is concerned, that is what has been written. So, even though... You may have committed it in your heart. As long as it hasn't come out, for man, you are free. But Jesus came down, and then he said something that is unique. In the next verse, would you like to read that? Wait, I see some people sleeping. That's why I want you to read. So if you are sleeping, wake up. Hello? Check your left, right. And tell them that pastor says we are reading. 
That is if their, their eyes are closing. Okay, one, two. We are talking about God talking. But I say to you, I say to you, whoever looks at the woman without performance is guilty. Hey. Hey. I was actually speaking some when I asked a question to the ladies. I said, now, you see, this matter, God is addressing men. But may I find out also from the women, do women have (laughs) Now, tell me, do women have problems? Uh Uh-huh. They will never talk. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I'm trying to figure that answer out, and I still haven't gotten it. And so men, we ask for us, our hands are up. So I'm preaching to the men. But I believe that by the time I come down, the woman too will join. Amen and amen. Now, Jesus is speaking. Brethren, this matter is so serious than anybody has taught. The Bible says that, Jesus says that, But I say to you, that whosoever looks at a woman to lust after her, has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Now the question is, if I lasted after somebody, who will see? Talk to me now. Now, I can say peace and many, peace and many blessings. Hello. So what I want you to understand is that it's about time you allowed today at our morning devotion at home speaking seriously about renew your mind. It's about time every child of God took charge and fought the good fight of faith, resisting the devil with the foolishness that brings people down and that brings them to the judgment of God. Hallelujah. Now, if God passes judgment on me, On this statement. Who will know? Who will know? Is there anybody here who will know? So you see, Christianity is not as you have taught. Christianity is a serious matter. And some of us are joking with it. It's about time we started checking ourselves to set up. Hallelujah. Jesus begins to speak. He says that. I say to you, whosoever looks at a woman to lust after her. And I said, Lord, I mean, hey, 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 hey. Now, even if God passed a judgment at that time on you, how will you yourself know that as I'm walking, there's a judgment on my head? I'm not speaking this for you to think that it is not possible to please the Lord. The seed of God remains in you. If you are serious to walk with the Lord, it shall be possible. Now, what makes it more serious is what he said afterwards. And that for me, I think that God was trying to say 
that, uh, hey, this is a serious matter. Would you read verse 29 and verse 30 for me? Verse 29, one, two. Now, I want to find out a brother, and I want to talk about the natural before we go into the spiritual. I want to find a brother who, is, who can say that, I want to put my hand here and take a machete and whap! Who can do that? Is there anybody here who can do that? Huh. Now, in the local language, they call it kotokro. Is that kotokro? Kotokro or something? The, the cutlass that, yeah, kotokro do or do. Okay. So, now, why would God relate that to it? He is trying to tell you that the race that is set before us demands every attention from inside out. Demands that we become so careful in our walk with God in a manner that you do not allow anything to carry your heart and get you to swimming in the sea of hell. Today, many people sit in church and they can decide not to talk to somebody. They sit in church and they are bitter about someone. Today, many people sit in church and they are already fighting with people in their hearts. Oh my God, drop it. And I can hear somebody say, oh pastor, but this one is adultery. He's... It governs everything about that. Amen and amen. You are not minding me. Because you think that it's only... So the men are in trouble. I'm coming to the women very soon. Because you didn't answer my question. Do women also last after men? You say no. (laughs) I did not hear the answer of the women. Edna, I knew you would talk. (laughs) Do women last after men? Ah, how did they do it? Okay, we will leave that for another time. Amen and amen. I don't think my instructor will be able to tell me. But those who said yes, I will be happy if you can tell me. How did they do it? Is it because the brother is nice or walking? How did they do it? I can't phantom on that. Okay, all right, okay. You are whoever has an answer can tell me after church. Don't you think so? But I, 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 I think it's not possible. But if it is possible, I would like to know the possibility. Amen. But I, I want you to see how God looks at things. You see, we can, we can, we can become. You know, this heaven business, I mean it so much that when, God, when I take the scripture and God begins to whip me on it, I surrender and I ask him, so how are we going to handle the matter? Can you imagine that you think you have done so well in the church? You think everybody else knows you. You think you are Mr. Good. Only to land at the gate and they say, who are you? And he said, oh Lord, please, 
how can you say you don't know me? I mean, I was a prayer warrior. I gave alms. And God said, you have done well. But do you remember the day you lasted after this woman? And Oh, that one too. Does it count? <laughs> uh, brethren, I think that there are some prayers we need to pray in secret with the Lord. Amen. Today's Christianity don't consider these things. Today's Christianity has also shifted to the level of society. Exactly. Oh, he hasn't said it. He hasn't done it. But I see God very, very serious on this matter. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, judgment is of the heart. Let it sink deep in your spirit so that when you rise up in the morning and somebody has caused you trouble or you see somebody and you are already down, you say, Lord, I surrender. You see, may I tell you something? These are not things that when you are praying to God, you will mention. Because you would also look at it from the view that I don't think God has seen it. And then you can stand, especially those of us who are blessed with the Holy Ghost. God is watching. And he's not watching me today. You know, I'm in a very, no, you didn't tell me I'm in a very nice dress. But I acknowledge it myself and my wife joined me in that. I said I will wear my dress. He said, me too, I will wear my own too. It has nothing to do with this matter. Our wearing of dress does not mean that these couple are nice. If there is fire burning, who will know? She can also come and stand. If I give her the, my my wife, my husband is a nice man. It could be lying, but you will believe it because you think we are wearing the same dress. Dresses don't mean a thing before the Lord. The heart means a lot, and so wear every matter and be serious with God. You know, when I study Scripture, I get to the point. I am not able to go further. And I say, Hey, Papa Nyame, Father God, this matter, is there any man here in the congregation who has never lasted after no woman before? Oh, you, you are holy. I will tap in into your anointing. Come you, you are clean. I see you are telling your wife, assuring your wife that, oh me, it has never happened. <laughs> ah. <laughs> hey. But you see, you see the value of the word of God. It is not, it is not so, I am so convinced that God is raising an army and that army they cannot be moved by anything they see with their eyes. They will stand for Jesus. They will bring the works of darkness down. The name of Jesus will be glorified. You better prepare yourself to be part of this army. In Jesus' name.
looks at a woman lastly. Then he comes down to say, if your right hand is trouble, cut it off. If your eye is trouble, cut it off. Trying to say that anything that would disturb your heart, you know when you are carrying matters in your heart, they are not easy to get rid of them. True of all. Especially somebody, somebody, somebody insulted you. Somebody looked down on you. Somebody said something about you that you were so hurt. If you are not very careful, you will put up an attitude where, okay, I'm a Christian, I won't say anything, but I won't mind him, but you're already inside this like that. So today, get rid of everything. Get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it, because man does not see, but God sees. Luke chapter 12. Is it verse 26 or 16? One of them. Let me see. 26. Let me see. Okay. Let me find out from here. I know Luke chapter 12 has a very wonderful 16. Okay, thank you very much. Luke 12, 16. Luke 12, 16. Luke 12, 16. It's so beautiful. I mean, I read this and then I put the, my legs on the brakes. I said, hey, God. Do you think you want to read that scripture for me? Or I should join you. Let's all do it. One, two. Then he spoke a parable to them saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully within himself, saying, What shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. Pull down my bands and... Okay? So you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink... And be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul shall be required of you. Then whose will? Yes. Let's go to verse 18. Verse 18. Read this portion for me. One, two. There's something I want you to see. Everything has to do, I will. I will. The thing was not done. Was it done? Was it done? But you see, the, the scripture before this one said something. This, let's go up. Now repeat one, two. Full stop. Where was the thinking taking place? He thought within himself. He thought within himself. May I tell you, there are a lot of things going on within yourself. And God is even looking at that which is going on. He taught within himself. He taught within himself. Saying, do you know that the heart speaks? 
Coach. Saying, what shall I do? Since I have no room to store my crops, I will pull down. Let's go to the next one. So he said, When a man sits down and plans this, even his chief executive who is seen to his business will not know it. Or let's say the director of operations will not know it. All he will say is that, yo, um, let's pull down all the banks and let's make a big one so we can store. The real motive behind has only been made known to God. And as I looked through and I said, Lord, huh, then something must be done. Hallelujah. Amen. Am I hearing you say amen? amen? You see, we haven't paid much attention to Christianity. Now, this man, this man here, he said within himself, and judgment was passed. True or false? Jesus spoke also, you know, the men. Now, you see, this one is not committing adultery in the heart. This one too has to do with business. This one has to do with my riches. So may I tell you that everything about your life concerns God. And I think it's about time you sat up and be a real Christian. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening to me? This matter of heart has such a power in the word of God. That if you pay attention to it, God will help your life. Amen. He said... Now, what is wrong with a businessman saying that I've worked so hard and I think the time has come for me to enjoy? I'll pull down. And I, but you see, the problem, I will say to my soul, soul! Now you have worked hard. You know, there's... there's, there's my country, we say, now, now you have worked hard. Enjoy them. And then the Bible says that God came and said, the judge has signed the matter that come home. And whose is going to be? Hey. Hey, blessed be the name of the Lord. I was just reading a certain book. And there's a statement that caught my eye. And I I was just challenging myself also. Why? Her brother was caught up. And the Lord just wanted to show him that these things that are written in the Bible, they are true. So... He took this brother to heaven and he took him to hell. 
He came back again and took him to heaven this time. He said when he was standing there and talking with Jesus like this, joyfully, because the Lord came for him, sent angels to pick him up. His body was lying there, but he had departed. And so he, he met Jesus. They were talking. And he said it was very joyful. And all of a sudden, Jesus frowned. His face changed. And then he was wondering why. And then he looked. Now Jesus said, I want to show you something. He said, eh. So he turned and he saw a brother coming. And that brother was in the same church with him. And this brother was an excellent Christian. But something happened. He was going somewhere and sat in a car with a beautiful woman. Woo! Mm. And the woman was making justice, justice, just, justice. This one has nothing to do with Ashanti. <laughs> justice. And somehow, brother felt that's so conversation and movement. And finally, but even in the midst of all of that, the Spirit of the Lord was saying, Hey, trouble is coming, oh. Watch out, oh. There had never been such a thing as this. I mean, there are common temptations to every man, but you see, oh, brother was so much, I don't know whether it's love, but he was so much into the thing that finally, boom, 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 boom. They went to a hotel and things fell apart. Unfortunately, he didn't have the chance to repent. Satan killed him. So when Jesus lifted his eyes and saw him coming and frowned his face, the brother said to Jesus, Oh, that's my brother. I know him. He said, He has been holy all his life. But, this is what he allowed himself to do. And he has mixed it. His name is brought out out of the book. And he said as soon as they came to the presence of Jesus, there was such an overwhelming wind. After Jesus has explained whatever has happened, it took this brother away straight to hell. And I said, he, he. But you may, you know, when I read those things, then immediately my antennas go up and I'm like, huh. So where is the scripture? And when you go to Ezekiel, it is there. It's not a subject I'm treating, but chapter 18 you can read. When a man had been good all his life, and then he chooses to be foolish one day, and he dies in it, no chance. I'm not here to scare you, because I know you are an overcomer. But you must be aware. And rise up in the name of Jesus. You see, the weighing of the matters of the heart, as far as God is concerned, is so important that many, many people have taken it for granted. You know, when God was even selecting for a man among the sons of Jesse, 
I mean, it's, it's so, you, everybody thought that automatically it had to be David. Because you see, David will just get up. He will be at the back there with his, with his, fla- with his sheep and will be playing, I love you, Lord, I love. So you may think that it is the songs and the praying. And, no, 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 no. So the day someone was sent to go and select a man for the Lord. You know, I thought God had, made in, God had made up his mind already on David. But as I read the scripture critically, I saw that no, it was not so. But <laughs> David also, uh, I mean, uh, Abina, uh, what's his name? The first son. No, Eliab, there's another one. Okay, one of the sons. The first one, the senior son, when he was asked to come and pass in front, you saw the, the, the prophet of God say, Hey, oh my God, that's, 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 ooh, if we have this one as a king, it's fantastic. He was about pouring the thing. But listen to the statement of the Lord. I have checked him out. He didn't pass. Hallelujah. And so it's not automatic. It was not by all means that it had to be David. Anybody had qualified. Are you listening to me? The word said, for I have rejected him. That was the statement that was made. Meant that the brother could have qualified, but he was rejected. And as to how he was rejected... He told the prophet that as for man, he looks at the outward, but me, I look at the inside. So certainly God must have seen something. May when God looks, he shouldn't find anything. Now, come with me to Genesis chapter 20 from verse 1 to 7. I'll do it there for us to see. And that's the reason why I said that when Jesus said and thus said that for it has been said of the old... But then I said that this has also been applicable even in the old. And so that one, as much as it was said in the old, it was a man-made law. But that which is of God has always been the same. Amen. And so the Bible says, this man, listen to this, it's very interesting. I'll read it quickly. And Abraham journeyed from there to the south and dwelt among the Kedish and Shah and stayed in Jeral. Now Abraham said of Sarah his wife, She is my sister, and Abimelech king of Gerard sent and took Sarah. But God came to Abimelech in the dream by night, and said to him, Indeed, you are a dead man, because of the woman whom you have taken, for, he, for she is a man's wife. And Abimelech, and Abimelech had not come near her. And he, and, and he said, Lord, will you slay a righteous nation also? The man he knew his right. Hallelujah. Did he not say to me, she's my sister? And she even her, herself also said, he's my brother. And in the integrity of my heart and the innocence of my heart, I have done this. And God said to him in a dream, yes, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart. For I have also withheld you from sinning against me. Therefore, I did not let you touch her. Verse 7 says that, now therefore, restore 
the man's wife, for he is a prophet, and he will pray for you, and you shall leave. But if you do not restore her, know that you shall surely die, you and all, and all who are yours. Verse 3, come back to verse 3. Quickly, verse 3 says that, But God said to Abimelech in the dream by night, and said to him, Indeed, you are a dead man. Ah, How can this man have that sentence like that? (laughs) Are you listening? How can he have a dead sentence? That, That man has not done anything. In fact, when he said, He's my, she's my sister, God simply was quiet. And you, re- you saw, the Bible says that and Abimelech provided a nice room and said, give it to the lady. Brother and sister, they don't sleep together. So, you dear. I thought he was doing a nice job. But then God didn't even consider, he said he's a dead man. My God. A dead man, also, there was another pronouncement of the rich man. You remember the man who also had a thought? And he too, he said, tonight you are also finished. And I'm looking at all of this and I say, hey, God, you are, you are, you are, amen and amen. I think it's about time you became serious. Say a big amen. amen. Are you understanding what you are reading? Are you sure? All I want to say is, brethren, we have to be more serious than we have ever thought. Anything that we take for granted. Even when men cannot put their hands on it, that this is what is going on in your head, it doesn't, or in your heart, it doesn't mean that you can go scot free. The best person to be transparent to is the Lord. Hallelujah. You have to be very transparent to Him. Don't hide anything. Just tell Him, Lord, this is what I see. This is what is going on. Please help me. And I know that any time a person is so genuine with the Lord, help will come from above. Amen. Let me say a bit about the women. Because so far they have been wonderful. I stumbled at a scripture and I was quite surprised. I was really surprised. And may I prepare you so that before you start taking your Bible and rushing down to me. And say, why did you talk like that? You know, we are living in days and times that many things have been introduced. Hallelujah. And we are not checking anything and we feel like, oh, there is nothing wrong. It's a fashion of the day. May I say that a Christian does not live by the fashion of the day. He lives by the word of the Lord. You are not saying amen at all. You see, I stumbled at a scripture which was quite critical in in Proverbs chapter 7, verse 10. And I'd like for you to read that for me quickly. Because it's a very interesting scripture. One, two. Every one of you. One, two. You didn't read it well at all. (laughs) One, two. We will start from the crafty heart. Now, you see something. I know that this type of thing, you begin to touch on it and you are touching on some women. You you have everything. How do they call it? Central region. 
Ah, uh, you are not minding me. Me is Bishop Adi who came here and I heard it. They say the central region is the short one with the. So you have a central region, and you meet him. Before you met him, what was your motive of wearing the central region? Oh, you are not minding. Oh, pa- Pastor, don't go there. It's a fashion of the day. I know two things are happening. Either you are joining something you don't know, or, of course, don't know is no excuse. Or, you said in your heart, today, that man in that office, I will let him see my tithe. Oh, why are you all, you are making me afraid. <laughs> but is this the face that fears? Let me let you look at me properly. You know, when I came across this, um, I've read book Proverbs before, but I think that at that time my eye went like this. When I saw this, and, and, uh, a woman, and there a woman met him. He didn't mention who, but the brother. And when the brother met the woman, the attire of that woman. Do you know there are some dresses now? They are called harlot dresses. I didn't say. Bible said. I know you won't say amen for that matter. Oh, pastor. How can you <laughs> close quick? Don't go there. Pastor, so can't we be fashionable? I'm not saying that. I am not saying that. But the fashionable that is going to cause a man who, if he is walking like this, he can dash because he'll be looking at and dash. You are not minding me at all. <laughs> you <laughs> do you know that a, a, a man whose heart is not circumcised can look at something like this and go into the gutter? Because he's seeing things. Mm. <laughs> Only to fall into the gutter. <laughs> May the Lord deliver you from that. You shouldn't fall into the gutter. For the... Now, there's a very interesting thing. So I was speaking to someone. Somebody said to me, So pastor, wait, wait, wait. So if, if, if the person, if the person through no fault of his, also sees and this and that. What, what should, is that his fault? Should God blame him? I say, hey, what did Joseph do? Joseph was lured to say, come and help me to lift that bed, the mattress on the bed. <laughs> and when Joseph entered the room and they were lifting the mattress, the woman closed the door and said, I didn't call you for mattress on the bed. What did you call me for? He said, today be today. Come and see something that I've put under the bed. I can't see it clearly. I want to pull it out. So innocent Joseph came closer. And then the man rather said, And then Joseph, but there's something that Joseph did. Later I thought about it. I said, unique. You know, Joseph, when he saw the thing going bad, he managed and ran away. But did you notice that he didn't go to confess his sins to say, Lord, I'm sorry. Why? Because the man's heart was not there. 
if his heart was there. Oh. Oh. There will be a problem. Brethren, may I say this to you. Sisters, when the Lord started speaking to us in Matthew, I asked you, you couldn't give me a clear answer. So, now it is your turn. The dresses that you wear, what motif do you have? The central region one, and the, no, it's not Bota, it's Ashanti region one. What is the motive? I was, you know, when I was telling, I was just asking myself a very simple question. I said, so if you got up today and you said, this is what I will wear. See, that it is a very serious, short one. What is the motive that comes into your mind? And you see, that motive has nothing to do with me, with anybody. It's your personal decision because under here and the crafty heart. You have a reason to have done that. You can't tell me that it's fashionable. You can't tell me that there's nothing wrong with it. If there was nothing wrong, why are you struggling when you are sitting? No, I mean, unless you don't want me to be honest. But you know me also that I cannot because of your face. I want us. I'm begging you. I know that you can... Hey, wait a name, neighbor. It's not me. It's the word of God. We have to examine our motives. We have to, the things that we are doing, we have to say to the Lord. Sometimes as you stand in the mirror yourself, you yourself, with the help of the Holy Ghost, you can see. Mm. Look at, look at that. I mean, sometimes it's very difficult to say, but you see, the pastor, the Bible says that don't be afraid of their faces. You see, you see, sometimes you see, you see let me stand here and see, Papa. Sometimes you see all the big walls. What is the motive? No, I'm asking, what is the motive? So they can see the size. You know, we may say it's nothing. You see, if I hadn't come across this, probably I would have just said, oh, it's fashion. I, me too, I don't know everything. I know that sometimes she gets something sewn for her and then when she wears she says, ah, why is this seamstress? This and then and I'm wondering why. There are more serious ones out there, so why? I'm judging for her. But she, minims, I don't know whether she has read that scripture before. But, brethren, may I tell you that even in your dress, be like Sarah in the Holy Scriptures. Let it not create offense. If they love you, whether you cover from head to down, they will come. If they don't love you, you can remove. Gring, 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 gring. They say we haven't seen it. Ah, today, Reverend Dennis, I'm so sorry that my daughter is warning me. I need help. She's warning me seriously. 
But clean, clean, clean is clean, clean, clean. I cannot be one. Those who love me should say amen. amen. Okay. So majority has won. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now on a more serious note, I think that the time has come for saints to be saints. Say to your neighbor, be a saint. And examine your motive of doing everything. For judgments are of the hearts. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, when I read scriptures and I come across simple things such as the way the Lord would even see what people are thinking and rebuke them. I say, but Lord, they were thinking. They haven't done it. They say, hey! You don't know it. You have to learn. Sin starts from the inside. And when it is in the inside and it has not manifested, it does not mean it will not attract penalties. So, brethren, and I know that some people will just tell me, eh, now it's a holiness church. I don't care. Let it be a holiness church. Because something that will snatch you from the fire, don't joke with it. Uh, something that will plunge you into the fire. Don't joke with it. That's what I meant. Hallelujah. We, we have to serve God in the sincerity of our hearts. Not look at any man outside the street and what he is doing for us to. Because you see, what that person is doing, you don't understand. Where did you find it in the scriptures to be able to do that? Do only what you are comfortable with in the scriptures. Amen. Are you now angry with me? You are sure you're forgiving? I've been here. Many things happening in this church. Different kinds of fashions happening. And you can see clearly. Sometimes through no fault of you. You can see the people are struggling. Why are you struggling? But why did you do that? Why did you, you yourself do that? You know that, you know, the thing, air can blow. Okay, I've stopped reaching. Teacher, you are my teacher. Am I to preach? No, you see, the world is becoming more dark and dark and dark, but I believe God will do something. I believe God will do something. These are minor stuff that I think we should just clear them on the way. Nothing will make you that, oh, you are not this. Please don't follow anything that you see is happening. Just follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Just follow Jesus. Just follow Jesus. Because you see, when you land in the presence of the Lord, nobody, nobody, no pastor, no prophet, no bishop will come and say, Lord, I am his attorney. They can't speak for you. Wait, let's close the, 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 the meeting by uh, reading Matthew chapter 9, verse 1 to 4. Quickly, and then I'll be done. So he got up into the boat, came, just a minute, is it Matthew or Mark? So he got up into the boat and crossed over and came to his own city. Then behold, there brought to him a paralytic lying on the bed. 
When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven. Now Jesus makes a statement like this, your sins are forgiven, and see what went on. And at that, and at once, some of the scribes said within themselves, said where? Said where? This man blasphemes or blasphemes. This man, this Jesus, so-called Jesus, he blasphemes. How can you say to a man, your sins are forgiven? How can you say? And the observers were worried. In the verse 4, the Bible says, But Jesus, doing what? Knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your heart? So may I say to you, It doesn't worth carrying evil in your heart because it's unattractive to judgment. As I come to a close, there are many things that we have thrown away. May we go back to them. May we have decency in our hearts. May we be alert to hear God. A friend of mine said, wait, 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 Pastor, but the way this thing is going is more serious. I said, it is more serious than you have even thought. Because you see, as far as Jesus is concerned, he thinks, not that he thinks, he knows he has given you everything that should enable you to leave the faith. But we have joked so much with it. Listen. We have the victory from the Son of God. For we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Don't feel that this is too, Pastor, then this one. Listen, go back to God. Say, Lord, these things I never thought that they were, but I've come back. Let me say this in closing. Do you know that? Any genuine, no, I'm, I'm not the only one. If you are faced with a temptation, you can talk to God and say, Lord, or if not that face, something incorrect goes through your mind, in your heart. Do you know that you can utter it and say, Lord, this I didn't say right. This I didn't do right. And instantly he will forgive you. Do you know that you can be provoked when you are not aware That this is the situation. But you can turn around and say, no, 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 no way. In the name, you can be like a Joseph. You can always run. One of the things that I have found out is that sin becomes mighty when we nurture it in our hearts. Then it brings us down. But if you reject it with the word of God and the righteousness and even speak to yourself to say, I'm not supposed to be. Listen, being nasty even to your wife will send you to hell. Being nasty to your husband will send you to hell. If you think it's a joke, try it and, do, and dwell in it. Don't be nasty. Being nasty to your brother will send you to hell. Being nasty to your sister will send you to hell. So don't be. Don't be. Just be a free man. Be like your father God. Hallelujah. If anybody is going to cause you trouble, don't give place to the devil. 
Say to him, no, 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 no. Why should we do this? And you know, put in your spirit and in your heart, oh, you must always say that I have to find solution to that which is not correct. Don't say, if you do me, I do you. Because there will not be any excuse. Why then would God say that if you are even bringing your offering to the altar and you remember that somebody has ought against you, drop it and go and solve it. You know, I have noticed that the Christian race, the biggest chunk and the biggest matter had to do with here, the things that we carry. Please, may the Lord help you. But it is possible. I have no doubt it's possible. If you are determined, grace, strength will come to you. For we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Bow your heads in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Is there anyone here who said, Pastor, Pastor,